on WIZM. I'm Lake Hayes. With all the news of late that uh, uh, that these record-breaking temperatures across the country, the string of triple digits uh, issues that have been plaguing uh, uh, places in Europe as well, all due to climate change, a group of scientists got together and released uh, information pointing to climate change, and I, they, they fell a little short of end of the world, but they certainly painted a very bleak picture unless major changes are made immediately. And I just wondered, as I am wont to do, I got to talk with somebody who might have looked at that information and come up with a different uh, interpretation from the Heartland Institute, James Taylor, who has been a regular on this program, because when I get done talking with you, James, I don't feel like the dumbest person in any room, which I appreciate uh, from you. Are we really at the edge of the end uh, as we know it? No, what you're hearing in the news is uh, alarmism that's designed to elevate people's careers, carry them favor with their uh, university staff or whoever it may be, or government employer. What we know, two, two things stick out here. What we know is, first of all, the temperatures are nowhere near global records. The United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change itself has documented that temperatures have been warmer than the present for most of the time period that human civilization has existed. That's number one. Number two, um, listen, heat waves have occurred. When I was a child in the 70s, there were heat waves and record temperatures that would happen every summer. What we know, according to the United States National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, is that the number of heat waves in days with extremely hot temperatures is significantly less frequent than was the case, for example, 100 years ago. Sure, heat waves are going to occur, but it doesn't mean climate change caused them. Right. And back in the 30s, when we had record high temperatures across the globe, well, back then we didn't have the same kind of social media. But I don't I cannot find stories about the end of the world. And uh, we better change our ways because here in the 30s, things are horrible. It got to 108 degrees in La Crosse, Wisconsin. We're all going to melt, but do the same thing these days. And, yeah, it's all uh, because you're how dare you drive a gas powered car, cut uh, your grass with a lawnmower, a gas powered lawnmower or a, a dishwasher or an air conditioner. Above and beyond all of that, James, what bothers me more than anything, even if these these individuals do push the government into pushing us into renewable sources, I have not seen anybody talking about uh, solar and wind energy plants across the country being able to take over for uh, their very horrible and totally polluting fossil fuel alternatives. Right. And first of all, we have a predetermined narrative that everything is awful, the world is going to end, and then you look for snippets to fit in there. So, for example, in the summer when we have hot days, they fit that in. But according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration itself, in Wisconsin, for example, the number of very hot days, days where temperatures uh, surpass 100 degrees, are occurring much less frequently than has occurred in years past. It's not just, I mean, the 1930s were the worst, but it's a downward trend that is still continuing. So almost every decade since the 30s has had more extreme hot days in Wisconsin and, by the way, across the nation 
than today. And then also, you make a good point about the renewable energy, because right now there are conversations going on even among people who support the notion of a climate crisis and renewable energy, they realize now they're issuing warnings that there are going to be more rolling blackouts around the country because there's less coal power, less natural gas that you can flip a switch and turn it on. And they're talking about how, well, actually, this is good and we need to make sacrifices. Think about that. What they're calling for openly, they're not even trying to hide it anymore, is that we have to get used to, like third world countries, not being able to depend on having electricity, on having any kind of power, uh, except here and there when the wind happens to be blowing and the sun happens to be shining without cloud cover. That is a bleak future. That is, especially when the United States, at the very least the U.S., has the wherewithal and uh, the ability to protect and provide for its own. We don't really have to get used to being cold in the winter, get used to being hot in the summer, because that's what's coming, boys and girls. We're going to save the planet, and you're going to be miserable about it because we said so. We politicians said so. Yeah, it's a contrived crisis that we're actually going to face, one that's unnecessary, but one that's created by government policy. That crisis is going to be a lack of power. I mean, just to just to address what they say is going to be maybe one degree of warming in the next century or so. I mean, that's just that's silly. That is absolutely preposterous. Well, and what kind of here? Another one that I just heard of lately is the ocean heating up uh, in the Florida Keys at 101. That's hot tub weather. Uh, uh, Will that be explained away in a few months when the temperature returns to somewhat normal the wind blows a different direction and the high temps uh the high temp water moves back out to sea yeah that's another uh nice little story in the press i've spent most of my adult life well actually most of my entire life in the state of florida i know where that key is basically it's in the florida keys the buoy that they cited is is in a very shallow small bay that is surrounded by islands, so it's basically captive water. The sun is beating down on it all day in the summer when the sun is almost overhead uh, because we're near the summer solstice, and the water has no place to go as it heats up. It's not like the oceans are now 100 degrees. No, when you have a captive pocket of water that's very shallow and hit with sunlight all day, that happens. That's, That's what you would expect to happen. James Taylor, Heartland Institute. You want to read more, you can find James Taylor at uh, the heartlandinstitute.com, James. Is that the easiest place? Heartland.org. Even easier. Heartland.org. Thank you for talking with me this morning. We'll do it again.